Hey buds, today love is in the air as we smoke two sweet romantic strains. We cover news stories ranging from a drug drive through in Dillon to some musical magical mushrooms. And an interview with friend, fan of this cannabis, and musician, Pecos VOK. All of this and more today on the Good Buds Podcast. Let's light some scented candles. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. And it is episode 24, airing Monday, February 15th, 2021, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Day after Valentine's Day. Thanks for joining us. Before we start, I'd love to thank you for checking out Lumen Spot and My High Shop, our sponsors for this episode. Check out the links below in the description, and we'll talk more about that later. So, Curtis, how are you doing today, my friend? I am doing fantastic and lovely on this wonderful day after Valentine's Day. I spent it as, you know, most typical single guys would. Oh, waiting for discount chocolate? And jerking it. Yeah, there you go. That's the wholesomeness for the episode out of the way, guys. Uh, exactly. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty good, man. That's well, hey, you know, yep. it's it's another day, right? Yeah, different things come for different people, but you know, it, it. On top of that, I've also been working on some new stuff for the podcast, some new things here and there, and uh, like we've said before, we always got great stuff coming out for you. So stick around. Working, working, grinding, but, grinding. But Shank, how are you doing today? Um, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. You know, I had a wonderful Valentine's Day. Um, like, in, in, you know, me and my other half, we don't really do the whole celebration of big holidays too much. Like, we don't emphasize them very much because, uh, obviously, we're uh, we're more of a romantic any day of the week kind of couple, you know? Right, it's, right. Uh, yeah. It's uh, just, just kind of the way that we roll. Um, and, you know, so Valentine's Day was pretty much just another day for us. Uh, you know, I did some work on the podcast and stuff and did some running around, but for the most part just in, you know enjoyed some time together oh yeah um, you know must be must be fucking nice you know everything like that well you know i mean you've always got you've always got me and our audience curtis <laughs> you've oh, always no. got me and you've uh, you've always got me our audience and of course isaac um but uh so before we go on though any further i would love speaking of love to remind our audience to check out Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we have some awesome behind-the-scenes stuff and really funny content, they can go there and like us, follow us, subscribe, whatever they need to do, and they can get notifications every time we pop up something neat. And if they jump on our Discord, we have some cool conversation going there where we check in daily. So links will be downstairs for all those beautiful people out there listening in the audience right now. Absolutely. And if you like what we're doing and want to support the show, you can check out our Patreon page and donate there. We have several tiers you can choose from, including behind-the-scenes content exclusively for Patreon and the ability to listen in on our show live. The links are down below, and if you go there, you can join many, many of our fabulous, fabulous, lovely patrons, such as Isaac. God, we love that boy. Yeah, I mean, we love that guy. Seriously, we need more Patreons, though. I mean, if you guys feel the need to know, if you, if you, in the goodness of your heart, want to donate to the show, it would really help us out because everything that gets added to the show, um, every little bit that goes in, goes right back to the show to make it better. Um, so we really appreciate all of you. Um, so I think it'd be a great time, Curtis, to get on with the reviews. What do you think, brother? Absolutely. Let's do it. Good buds review, good buds. 
So, Curtis, what are you burning today? Well, Shank, I I have a strain very reminiscent. Let me take you back to middle school here real quick. All right, so going back. Now we're talking like we're talking, you know, sock hops. And so, so we have, you know, you're in middle school, you're at the cafeteria, and across this cafeteria, you notice your crush. That, that girl, you, you just, you think she's just so gosh darn cute. And you're just like, uh, I got my pack of sweethearts that are made out of chalk and powdered beeswax and stuff and i'm gonna go over yeah, and I'm confectioner gonna... sugar exactly <laughs> i'm gonna go over there and i'm gonna give them to her and it's gonna be a great valentine's day uh and then you give it to her and it's just like that moment right before i don't know where i'm getting at but what i'm smoking today is orange crush nice that's cool so <laughs> what's more reminiscent of your crush than orange crush yeah that's very true it's completely wrong, but whatever. So, hey, whatever. It's got crush in the name, it works. So, the, <laughs> what I'm smoking today is Orange Crush. Orange Crush is a very beautiful hybrid strain. It's indica dominant. Uh, as I've been picking up a lot more, uh, this is made by Duber's Metro, or not made, grown, I should say. Uh, very beautiful strain. They always they put it together in their weed factory. Uh, this is a cross. Sponsor us, Duber's. <laughs> this is a cross between California orange and blueberry. Uh, for our growers mm -hmm. out there, it's a relatively easy grow with a seven to nine week flowering process. So very easy for you. It's nice. a it's a more natural looking nug as opposed to what I have been getting. I've been getting a lot of the smoother ones, more trimmed out. But this is a lot more natural looking, a lot more fluent with its leaves. It's fluffy yet semi-dense. So kind of crushable, but still nice, fluffy, and you still get a lot out of a little bit. The green in it is like a very light pear or lime green color. Uh, it, I don't know. It's really hard to tell, though, considering it looks almost neon green because of how much it, uh, it's just a beautiful, heavy coating of very coarse crystals on it. And they nice. sparkle in the light just oh so beautifully, reflecting the light, refracting it, whatever. It makes it look neon green, absolutely beautiful. Uh, and it also has a very courteous amount of, I would say medium sized orange hairs with a slight gradient effect on them, but they're like a nice brownish orange at the bottom and they kind of flow to a little bit of a, more of a brighter orange towards the tip. Very nice. excellent. Yeah. As for the aroma of it, Bit it's got a solid earthy aroma with a slight pepper scent at the very beginning of it. It's kind of like a grassy field, and this is followed by a huge push of orange citrus scent. Uh, it's like a nice little punt, like a little pam type of thing of orange <laughs> citrus. It's very beautiful, and it's even stronger when uh, grinded up. That fruity smell just kind of lingers a little bit more. I really hope the flavor matches suit and. Yeah, all in all, this is going to be a really nice strain. I'm going to Sounds love like this. Yeah. Speaking of that, Shank, yeah. I would love if you would tell me what it is you're going to be smoking on today. Well, today I am going to be burning on something that kind of reminds me of, uh, if I'm thinking of something that it reminds me of, it would be uh, what people typically drink if they don't have a date on Valentine's Day, which is mimosas. I know, um, I know a couple people who get, go out for brunch with their significant others. They'll go oh, get there you them go. Mimosa. Yeah, brunch mimosa. Well, brunch mimosas are a it good just, idea. The real dependency is the size of the mimosa. That's true. That's true. If it's we're a, talking jugful, then a jug, single. If it's a single. little shot glass or a wine glass, then 
couple. You're Nancy right. Brunch. You're right. Yeah, but uh, this one specifically is actually Mmosa, M M M O S A, which is grown by F I G R. Um, it's part of their uh, like um, their uplifting strains that they have. This one's a hybrid sativa, um, and the mimosa. Actually, fun fact about it is a cross between clementine and this might sound very familiar to you, Curtis. Purple punch. Purple punch is very familiar because we smoked it on, or not specifically, I smoked it episode eighteen of our first season. Very nice. That is correct. Very nice. Yeah. It was an excellent yeah. strain. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a great episode too. So, uh, you guys, if you haven't checked it out yet at home, go check that one out. It's a really, really good one. Um, but this strain, man, it's a beautiful looking strain. Um, overall, beautiful, tight, very, very tight frost covered nugs, um, with like a close cropped coating of uh, nice, beautiful orange hairs, like accenting the surface. It's not quite as thick and woolly as uh, my last uh, last episode's weed was, but um, much tighter, closer to the surface orange hairs. Um, it has a really nice, rich, deep forest green on the inside that probably would be the same on the outside were it not for the liberal coating of crystal that gives it kind of a like olive frosted glass kind of look, which right, right. I, I love the look of personally. I'm a big, big fan. Um, now, the smell, though, of this strain is where it really hits my heart because this strain, man, it's it's... Oh, man, it's awesome. That is, it's... Okay, so now... It's Clementine, Valencia Orange, and some kind of basement. Mm. Yeah, not a, not a bad basement though. Like we're talking like a nice like you know you're underground like kind of cozy, right. comfortable, like but a, not like like a finished yeah. basement or a home studio or a wine cellar type of thing. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's like it nails that kind of vibe. Um, like the and it has an overall what I would call an awesome scent that hits very hard with clementine and citrus notes like off the forefront you get this very strong clementine and citrus like smell um and uh it it has a kind of subtle earthy smell almost like a tart earthy smell that kind of lingers in the back and really rounds off the scent quite nicely uh personally like, like yourself i can't wait to try this out because if it tastes anything like it smells it's going to be a great tasting strain um but before we do, as always, I would love, hey, dropping that word again, and uh, to remind the folks at home to check out our Instagram if they want to see pictures of these buds uh, that we will post on there at Good Buds Podcast on Instagram. Check it out. Follow us while you're there. Or you could be watching our awesome YouTube videos that Curtis edits, and like the pictures are right there. They're like floating behind me right now. It's amazing. As we're talking about them. They're yeah, amazing. as we're talking about them. It's beautiful, and the animation is like super cool so check it out plus um, on top and, of that if you want to yeah. see me like while i'm editing them while also taking a couple bong hoots you can also uh follow me on instagram my personal channel at goodbudscurtis i got a lot of good yeah. stuff going on over there oh he's got some wild bong hoots and you can check me out if you want i roll a bunch of blunts and i post a bunch of pictures of me sitting around in my mask trying to look as pretty as humanly possible at uh, goodbudshank on instagram follow us both while you're there um like we would love to have you there uh, it's a great way to interact with you guys and it's a great way for you for, for you guys to interact with us like it's it, we would love it any way that you guys can reach out to us or we can reach out to you uh, without ending up on drama alert we are all about it so um exactly. that that said curtis i believe we should probably test these out what do you think i have to agree 100 and as always i have a bong packed ready to go right here and i got a bong packed ready to go right here 
in which case I think you all know what time it is. Buds, let's grab our lighters, raise them, lighters out, let's blaze it. Chokeshkabok. Oh my goodness gumptions. Oh, Curtis, man, how's that treating you today, brother? Oh, it is oxymoronic. <laughs> because it is a smoothly brutal hit. If that makes uh, nice. sense. It doesn't, but I'll I'll Hear let you out. have it. Hear me out. So it has a very large terpene flavor on it because of the crystal. Mm -hmm. And I mean terpene yeah. as in that like very strong, like you can taste the chemical process hot. of the weed in there. It's but, almost like hot without the heat. Yes, exactly. It's hot without yeah. the heat. On top of that, like I said, there was a little bit of peppery flavor in there, so the pepper kind of gets in there and gets the throat too. But before that pepper hits, you get a strong orange flavor. The slight pepper carries over, but it's strong orange at the beginning, and it kind of nice. mellows out into this nice grassy field kind of aftertaste. It it does kind of taste like orange crush, like. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it tastes exactly like it, but it does kind of give me a reminiscent. Reminiscent, yeah, which similar the, flavor. The smell is kind of the same way. So overall, it's a very pleasant smoke or smoke for me. I think it would be pleasant for other seasoned stoners like yourself or a couple of the people watching. But if you're a beginner stoner or you don't smoke all that often, I would avoid it at first just because it might be a little too harsh for you. But yeah, I take think small it, hits. But I think it's excellent. I'm going in for another hit. Shank. How's that Mosa treating you? This Mosa definitely, definitely lives up to its name, man. Um, it's really, though it's strange because it's sweet, bitter, and earthy. It has a really, these really strong notes of orange and clementine, but it's got this really kind of strange tangy taste. Like it's like a tang that sits on your, your tongue after. Um, overall, it's an awesome flavor. Not nearly as sweet as the initial smell would be you know, have made me thought it was going to be, um, but still tasty. The weirdest thing about it though, and it's kind of strange, like I'm tasting it now, is that it has an almost weird fishy aftertaste that I'm kind of having a hard time wrapping my head around. Um, like, uh, like fishy I, I think, in like bad or fishy kind of like no, no, sushi? No. Like almost like a, like a kind of sushi, kind of like a nice, fresh, good, not like not like a rotten, like, or a bad fish, like, you know, I mean, not like, and it's not even like a strong seafood smell, it almost reminds me of that, uh, the seagrass strain that I smoked, um, back in season one. Right, um, just like that, like, oceanic vibe, kind yeah, of. Yeah, that oceanic kind of feel, and it's got, like, an almost salty fish, like, fish taste, like salmon, almost, but not quite, um, and, uh, I enjoy it, though, frankly, not by any stretch do I want people to take that to mean that I don't enjoy the flavor, because overall, it's got a really, really, really great in, in, intake. Like the intake is smooth. Uh, the exhale is pretty smooth with a little bit of sharpness to it um, and a little bit of acidity uh, to the toke on the exhale. But all in all, it was fantastic. Personally, I think I'm gonna love smoking a joint of that. But before we do, Curtis, what does it say on the review sites? Absolutely right. And I believe we have to get into that. But as always, these are the online opinions of other stoners online. And we are other stoners online giving our opinions to the online. Opinion. So for the Orange Crush, the general consensus is that it's a uplifting and strong cerebral effect. So very good to the head. 
Uh, nice. As usual with most of these hybrid indicas, it's a euphoric, body high, kind of relaxing. Yeah, um, they go for that. Now, what's special about this one is it does have a good focusing feeling, like a good, a good focus high, essentially. Uh, hmm. It's very good for getting stuff done. Uh, it you won't get it done good probably, but you can get it done. You know, like it'll <laughs> yeah. it'll be slightly half-assed, but yeah, job's yeah. done. Let me relax. Take about relax. yeah, take about twice as long, but whatever, it's done. Exactly. <laughs> um, the other thing I'm seeing for it, other than the usual dry mouth, which is kind of apparent with all of these strains, there is a little bit of munchies on the downside. But you know, seasoned stoners, like we said, we have bevs, we have snacks, we're always prepared here. Prepared always. Uh, what's it saying oh. about your strain, Shank? Well, the Mosa strain um, actually has a lot of really good reviews. Um, basically, uh, it's follows suit with the traditional sativas um, that I smoke the sativa heavy strains. So it's happy, uplifting. Um, now, here's the weird thing is it's energetic and relaxed. I always love when they have those two in the same strain because it's kind of like, all right, so like I have all kinds of energy but I'm just like kind of melted into my chair. So it's like, you know, it's one of those oh, things yeah. where I feel it could be an awesome strain for uh, like um, essentially what people describe it as um, is uh, because it's also a focus tie. It's great for late night gaming sessions, which I could absolutely see that because I could see me just sitting right here in my chair, like melted into my chair. while me, you and Isaac, like yeah. burn our way through some enemies, you that, know, like I, it sounds like uh, it's, it's pretty much the same thing on my end. It's sounding like, you know yeah. that kind of focused but you're still uppity up you're still ready and you're still good to go you just want to sit in one place to do it 100 percent, exactly um so it's uh and also but it does also say that it is good for getting things done around the house too so i guess i could get up and move around if i wanted to i would just be nice and loose while i did it you know like i'd be walking like that guy who that you that uh ufc fighter that flops his arms around um but uh overall like, biggest thing not recommended for bedtime because it is a high energy strain and some of the people say that it is indeed a dry mouth causing strain. But as you said before, we are seasoned stoners. We are always prepared. We've got bevies nearby. Yeah, bevies, but we got snacks, garlic powder. We are 100% prepared. Now, I would absolutely love, love, love to try out uh, smoking a joint of this, Curtis. I think, how about you? I agree with that. I got mine rolled up and ready right here. Yes, and I have mine rolled up and prepared right here as well, my friend. And we are all set to go, but before that, one last time, I would like to remind you folks, like, comment, share, and subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere that you enjoy podcasts, social media, any type of viral content, anything you watch while you're sitting on the toilet. We're probably there. Like, we, we are, like, legit. Actually, as a matter of fact, we recently got on that uh, that new one, Curtis, uh, what is it called, uh, Cannabuzz? Cannabuzz. So oh, if, Cannabuzz. You're, if you're a fan of yeah. just social media between stoners, you can find us on there. We're not fully active yet, but we want to be. Fucking let us know. And frankly, yeah, frankly, I have no idea what it does, but we're on it. And so we're on it. It exists. We're on it. Except TikTok. Fuck TikTok. I don't know, man. Like, we'll, we'll see how the week goes. Um, I might start doing something. Thousands, <laughs> thousands of subscribers on YouTube. We'll start a TikTok. Thousands subs on YouTube. We'll start a TikTok. Bam, bam, uh, but, uh, but with all of that yeah, being bam, bam, said, bam. It is 4.20 somewhere. I think it is time, buds. We got lighters out. Light these joints. Cook yes, sir. Smoke. Oh, buddy, man. Holy crap, Curtis. Whew. 
Dude, this is... Mmm. Wow, that flavor really, really, really changes. Ooh. It's got a leafy and earthy taste now, man. That's weird. And mine is kind of... But the orange is still yeah. there. I'm getting... Not a lot of the orange, but I'm getting a lot more of that grassy, fieldy taste that I was saying. Hmm. Kind of like an earthy strain, almost. Like an earthy. That's weird. It's almost like our strains have similar, like, flavor. I wish that we could just, like, like pass joints between the webcams. Like, someday we'll just, like, be able to, like... like when we have our when we have our YouTube house, we'll be able to just, like... Like Willy Wonka. Pass the strains. Like Willy Wonka with that. Pass your joint through the TV. Oh, yeah, the Mike TV shit, man. That would like, be awesome. Know, like... Dude, no, that would be yeah, because remember they blew the chocolate bar up to like giant size or whatever. No, they like they to... took the chocolate bar and no, they the like the only problem is they had no, to yeah, use yeah, like they... we would have to use like what eight pounds of marijuana to make one one well, gram no, no. for you. No. no, not at all, because check it out. We would use modern modern TVs, right? Because the only reason they had to use a giant one is because it compressed it down into the old school television screen, right? So what if we you would have a do TV, is... then I would need less marijuana. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I got, like, a, I got a big old TV. Like, I'm looking at, a like, at least a, right here, like, my backup TV is, a, like, a 46-inch, I think, right? So, like... I mean, at minimum, so, you'd be getting a two-foot joint back. That's what I'm saying, right? So, you could you could roll one, like, this length, and I'm holding up the joint that I'm holding right now. You could roll one this length and, like, you know, shoot it in right here, and it'd be, like, and it'd come through, like, the size of my arm, you know? Right. Like, you'd reach out. You'd be able to club somebody to that, that joint. That'd be amazing. Okay, my weapon Now I want to know. If we have a... Now, uh, sorry to cut okay. you off, but I really want to know. Mm, what ahead. is the density of marijuana needed to literally club somebody to death? Like, how much weed would, would you be, need yeah. to pack into something and make it just the density of the weed itself? Yeah, just with the cannabis, like, compressing it down. Like, because, well, technically... You can, because cannabis is like a loose solid, right? You can compress it down quite tightly and it has resins in it that are like natural resins that harden like when exposed to air. So if you compress it like it down, yeah, that'd be interesting. I that'd mean, be an interesting thing to know. And also, hypothetically, it's just, hypothetically, it just depends on, you know, how much weed you can condense into as small of an area. Yeah, if someone out there, yeah. Yeah, if someone out there listening right now is like a stoner mathematician and wants to like sit down and do the math and let us know, that'd be friggin' awesome. I would like a stoner mathematician to do the math and a stoner bodybuilder to help us carry out experiments. Oh my god, with yes. watermelons. Yes, please. We, we... With watermelon, of course, watermelons. Or Isaac, if he, you know, if he acts up. But uh, anyway, but uh, but but on that note, like Isaac, as an I swear addendum to, god, to that, if you don't do this, we're smacking you with a sock full of weed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so anyway though like on that note specifically on that note if any of our fans out there decide to do like a fan fiction of us in a zombie apocalypse or anything like that my weapon of choice is absolutely going to be a like a club made of weed I, like you know a, lucille from the walking dead i never even watched the walking dead but i know enough about just a giant you know, weed with fucking na- or a giant joints with uh fucking nails sticking barbed wire wrapped bar- barbed wire wrapped around her just like literally it's just a baseball bat made of weed with barbed wire after it. If anybody wants my weapon of choice, it is going to be a bong that is going to have a sword blade sticking out of the top of it that will flop backwards so I can smoke the bong still. But it will also have a uh, shaker of salt taped to the side of it so that it is technically assault, an assault weapon. Don't talk shit about my assault weapons. Yeah, don't talk shit about assault weapon. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a... But no, seriously, that'd be, that would be absolutely 100% lit. Like, I would love, like, now I'm thinking about, like, you know, because we right now, actually, we have an art commission in progress right now. 
um, Isaac, our uh, third third uh, Bud Kadir, um, has uh, his other half, his significant other. We commissioned artwork from her that we're going to be posting pretty soon for you guys, and uh, I think you guys will love it. We're excited. Yeah. For we'll it. be on our Facebook, um, so we're also going to post it to probably our Instagram yeah. and our Reddit. So check us out, fucking yeah. We'll let yeah. you know. And we very much we very much appreciate that too. And uh, but like yeah, it's 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 one of those things where like fan art, I I one hundred percent and like, but I might have to commission that as a picture. I need to make may commission like somebody who does like post apocalyptic like art to do us like me and you and Mad Max style. Me holding you know baseball bat made of weed and you holding a you holding a fucking bong with a blade attached to it and a salt shaker on it like but done in like good like hyper realistic noir style or something that'd be so we'll cool oh man we'll get it I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get that done i remember when i was in high school fucking one of my specialties was drawing uh nickelodeon or cartoon network style cartoon characters in a zombie yeah. apocalypse and just what would be happening so my most famous one was SpongeBob flying through the air with a giant battle axe heading towards Patrick, who was already turned into a zombie. That's intense, man. I also had uh, Hey Arnold and Sandy Cheeks trying to, you know, combat a zombie horde. A uh, cat dog getting ripped in half by a zombie oh horde. Oh my god. Oh. you know what check out my personal instagram i still have these pictures and i'll post them to my personal instagram if you guys want to check them yes yes i am personally going to on my own account love every one of them i'm gonna heart every single one of those pictures i guarantee it i used to do what i used to do back in the day when i was doodling is um i would do uh stick figures so you know like stickdeath.com anybody out there remember that i'm sure you remember that um r.i.p flash man r.i.p flash it hurts but anyway, so I digress. Um, I used to do um, what I called like keyframe stickman pictures. So I would take a whole page of like something and I would draw like a landscape on it or something, right? Like a city or a landscape. Right, right. And then I would draw a stickman, essentially one like dot by dot by dot by dot. So almost like a dotted line moving through the picture. So it's like frame by frame, like yeah. each individual like right. one is the same guy. But I'd have other dudes in like different colored pen or different colored pencil or whatever um, in different parts of the map that he'd like go through and like decapitate with a sword or he'd like throw a knife and like get one in the face or like something cool like that. Like do a backflip and like throw an axe like a friggin like a Soviet like a Soviet machine. I used to do the same thing when I was in a band class fucking with our sheet music that we were all done with. Okay, I would that's the best thing for it. Just have them run across the bars and then swing down, swing onto the notes, kill somebody else, break through another bar where there's actually like a book rest, jump on the one below, do flips and shit all the way down. And you draw like three frames of like you like you draw one like kicking the other one in the stomach, and then the next frame it's like the one folded in half with the foot flying, and you just do the next frame with them flying off. I remember in one I had a guy like kick a guy down one measure and he was going to be down on like the next line down and the flat or the guy like went <laughs> all the way around the bar like normally came back around and then used that guy as a fucking projectile later down oh, nice for fourth wall break okay. nice i love it i love it that's fantastic it was, man i love and yeah it. like it's i know it's so fun right and it's one of those things that like it's just like I know a lot of people that did that kind of thing. And personally, I like, I love doing it. And it's so funny because I remember one time one of my teachers had uh, seen it. Like one of my teachers had seen it and it was my art teacher. 
and uh she was like she was like oh uh can we have a conversation about like you know it because they were bloody like i would have like violent like they would be shooting each other and everything it was right around the time like matrix was big and everything right so like essentially like she was kind of like other other things that you know other things that are much less pleasant than the matrix uh, were fairly popular yeah um you know like and so basically yeah she was like oh can we you know can we have a conversation and i was like sure right and i was glad it was her because if it was any other teacher they'd probably fucking flip out or whatever they'd be like i'm not gonna talk to him i'm not gonna talk to him i'm just gonna report it right away you know but she was like can we have a conversation and she like sat me down she's like you know like is there a reason why you're drawing that art and i was like yeah because it's cool and she's like she's like well do you like feel like you know violent or lashing out or anything i was like no Anything, I was like, I love my yeah. life. I was like, I love my life. I was if like, anything, I was like, this is awesome. If anything, I'm getting out that anger and frustration onto the artwork, so I don't have to experience that kind of thought yeah, process yeah. in real life. When I can just exactly, I was like, you know, like page, I don't have to think about it in real life. Like, yeah. And she's like, she's like, are you depressed? I was like, well, everybody has bad days, but I was like, I'm my life is awesome. Like, but, you know, I've always felt this way. Is like my life is like, you know, it's it's. I have ups and downs, but I never let a bad moment become a bad day ever. So it's one of those things where like, you know, like I've had a lot of bad moments. I've had a lot of ups and downs, but I love my life, you know, like, so like if anybody asks me, they're like, Oh, like, you know, like, it's like, do you want to like hurt other people or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, like I love people, man. Like, you know, it's just like, you don't need to be religious to love your neighbor, man. Just do it because they're your neighbor, you know, like do it because you're both in the same boat. Right. Yeah, do it because you're both in the same boat, man. Like, we're all on the same planet. Just be nice. It's not fucking hard. I mean, it actually takes more effort for me to not be nice to people. Like, I have to kind of go out of my way to be a dick, you know? So it's like, so I'm just like, what? To be fair, you're what completely would be the point? honest. Like, you really have... I know. Like, it seems like you have to go out of your way to cause way more trouble and know the circumstances of what you're getting into to purposelessly be a dick. For what reason? You gotta go out of your way to be a dick. And that's what I always say, like, it's like my mother, I think it was my mother who told me when I was a kid, like I was way young. She said, hate takes energy. And in any given day, you only have so much energy, but not caring about something, not thinking about it doesn't take any energy. So if you have the choice between hating something or just not like thinking about it or doing something to resolve it, then either way you're fine either way you're cool it's not going to affect you it's not going to impact you you just you fix it you don't care about it or you waste your energy on hating it and it's like it's an easy fucking choice man you just pick the easier one don't even then if you're gonna waste your energy you might as well fucking do something to try to resolve it to make it waste it in a positive way yeah you know make it for the better yeah waste it in a positive way you like waste waste your energy in a positive way like that's and that's what i try to do it's like that's why we do this podcast man i'm wasting my energy in a positive way like i could be fucking sitting down right now doing jack squat spending the same amount of energy and like not getting anything done or having as much fun but i get to come on here talk to you engage with our audience talk to our amazing audience that we've got these people that tune in every week for our show or like they're just blows my mind just catching us for the first time in which case how you doing that folks? too What's or people yeah hi nice to meet you it's the this is this is the general format of the show for this season we, and i hope you guys like smoke it. a bunch of weed and then you know we sit here and talk about how this this is some good fucking weed by the way yeah this is fantastic i'm really enjoying this and the orange is coming out a lot more as it's resonating up just pointing that out right now the flavor of the orange is coming out oh more shit as the we got high completely forgot to mention shank what kind of paper are you burning out of today 
Oh, brother, today I am smoking out of what is called Canadian Lumber, the Hippie. It's a pre-rolled cone that I got from the store when I was in there today. I've smoked out of these before, um, but every time I see them, they come in like a flannel case. Um, I'm going to send a picture to Curtis so that he can insert it in the episode unless he already has one. Um, just to show what the uh, what the package looks like because it's hilarious and amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a pre-rolled cone. I just felt like packing one up tonight and having a nice big old big old shorty for the uh for the episode Ooh. how about you curtis what are you burning at it today well, man Shank, i went with a classic and since you told me that you were smoking out of a cone pre-rolled i figured i would join suit i have decided to go with a uh raw pre-rolled cone nice so right here i believe these are the uh the larger ones but I, yeah one and a quarter yeah, or full length yeah mm. the full length ones uh Nice man. But very nice. I like raw. Raw raw burns good. Has a really nice flavor to it. Exactly. Should be made in Indonesia. Indonesia. Actually, a lot of papers are made in Indonesia. They got a lot of rice over there. Rice papers. Yeah, mine. Mine. Do you know where mine are where made? Is that? <clears throat> Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, and I almost <laughs> forgot to mention as well. Even though this is the day after Valentine's Day, I also have to say, Shank. Happy Nova Scotia Heritage Day. Oh, thank you. Today. I appreciate that. That is today. That is Look at a calendar because that, that is this day. Today. That February, is the day that today February 15th, is. The 15th Nova of February. Nova Scotia Heritage Appreciation Day. It's very true. And honestly, um, it's really cool because Heritage Day is actually something that we kind of do take fairly seriously in Nova Scotia. Like, you know, we we like you know like we're a, it's so funny because the rest of canada kind of looks at nova scotia and the maritimes as a bit of a black sheep of the country like we're not as industrialized we're not as like fast-paced we're not as like you know like yeah but you're not just, like, up in our own asses no yeah that's, that's exactly it i just literally i was saying up in our own asses as you said quebec and i feel like that's a fitting i mean i love quebec but um, and I love all of Canada. Everywhere in Canada has something beautiful about it, in my opinion. Our country is fucking awesome. Our government, though slightly disorganized and it has its problems, are frankly one of the better fucking governments in the world. So I love it. Yeah. But but the Maritimes and Halifax, like Nova Scotia in general, like the people here are your family. You come here, people will hold the door for you. They'll say hi to you when you're walking down the road. They'll give you a nod. They'll at least like acknowledge your existence and acknowledge your humanity. And it's such a nice thing, man, because I've been in places where it's too fast paced for that. You know, people are too busy with their own lives and I get it, you know, like it's not a bad thing to get through to the day, you know, like it's not however you got to do it, do it. But like in places like I've been in Toronto and um, everything else and, and it's way too fast paced. It's just really quick. But um, in Nova Scotia, man, it's nice and slow paced here. Things might be a little bit backwards. Things might be a little bit slow to progress, but but things happen in Nova Scotia too, you know, and uh, actually that leads us into something I think we should talk about more in a different segment. Curtis, what do you think? Oh, 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 you got, oh, you got, to, okay. Um, uh, well, before we get to that, I have, we have to run an ad real quick. So ladies and oh. gentlemen, listen to this. Do you like fashionable and unique clothing? Do you like things that shine super bright when exposed to light? Do you like discounts? Do you like advertisements that ask, do you like, over and over, knowing there is no direct way for you to answer back? If you answered yes to all of these questions, or even just the first three, check out lumenspot.com for some lit clothing and accessories, and use the code GOODBUDSPODCAST at the checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Thank you, Lumenspot, for sponsoring us, and thank all of you for listening. 
Check it out today with the link below in the description. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful product we got there. And I hope you guys check that out. But I think you guys all know what time it is for the moment you've been waiting for. It is time for some weed news worldwide. So, Curtis, for today's first story, we have something from my own backyard. This is actually kind of interesting. I found a story here a little bit back, not too long ago, about Nova Scotia and an interesting bust that happened here. So, essentially, what happened is uh, there, uh, there's a place called Bible Hill, which is very close to, um, like, Truro slash uh, Halifax. It's, it's, it's complicated. It's in Nova Scotia, though. Very close to here. Around. Um, within, within 45 minute drive or about an hour drive. Um, and, uh, so two men got arrested in Bible Hill because they were running an unlicensed online cannabis store. Ooh. So that's right. They said they were selling weed online the most trackable way possible. Like right. ever. Illegally, like there's, you know, like it's like they didn't have a license, you know, and you you need to have a license to operate an online dispensary. Online dispensaries are illegal. Keep in mind, I can order cannabis off the internet and have it delivered to me. Perfectly legal, no problem. But unlicensed ones, not so much. So these guys got nailed, and the RCMP, being very proud of the amount of taxpayer money they spent on this investigation and bust, uh, for you know, essentially what amounts to a couple of like a bunch of edibles a butt ton of weed um you know like some uh some waxes some that kind of thing right, right? um there's so just a bunch of cannabis products and a bunch of cash they seized uh but frankly looking at the table the most dangerous thing on the table is the laptop and the table itself um oh yeah every, yeah everything it like like there's nothing dangerous on that table whatsoever there's no firearms there were no firearms seized like there's just cannabis that's exactly. it they, like and it's and it really bothers me that they spent a butt ton of taxpayer money probably like investigating this and like like pursuing it this does. Yeah. when when they could have they could have potentially made more income revenue in nova scotia by assisting this company like shut them down temporarily with like health regulations instead of police proceedings right and then get them help them get a license so that they can become a licensed online retailer absolutely you know and like yeah, help canadian is, businesses right, grow there is, but no let's throw canadian business people these I mean, they were trying a legitimate business sure. illegitimate but i mean there is obviously the aspects of you know if you are in a legal country why go through the illegal methods to go through that process kind of dumb but at the same time no it's true no it's at true the same Work, time, it's if like, you are an up-and-comer yeah. and you're trying you have to make money in order to get that license so obviously they're trying right. what they you're can right. to make their license make their you're fees right. and hopefully grow into something legitimate but obviously yeah. like you but said they, they went about it they, like yeah said, they went about it a bit backwards it would be way better if they hmm. got tax paid assistance as opposed yeah. to police paid you know like yeah Shut now down. now these people yeah now these people are gonna have like permanent records based on this they're gonna have charges the charges are following and they're facing the following charges distribution of cannabis possession for the purpose of distributing cannabis unlawfully selling cannabis on and unauthorized possession of cannabis for the purpose of selling it um so basically with these charges because cannabis is legal in nova scotia one of the things that a lot of people didn't talk about when it became legal is that 
doing things with it illegally became more illegal once it was legalized. Once the government gained control of cannabis, basically they made it so that if you are selling it illegally, there is a substantially worse charge now because the law, like, you know, because they're selling it legally. If you're selling it illegally, you're getting like a double charge for what you used to get when it was. I mean, before all the uh, corruption and everything like that, it was the same thing with prohibition with alcohol in America and the same thing with fucking tobacco, you know, now, because it's, you know, a lot more harsher than it was way back then, obviously. But yeah, it's the same thing. And it's. And, and, and I, I firmly believe that there should be regulations, though, sure. you know? Like regulations should be in good. place to help with that. And also regulations put in place to help people get that, you know, ease of convenience of yeah. an online shipping of marijuana. Like, it should be, yeah, if you want to start a business in Canada and you got the money, you should be able to apply for exactly. it, right? And get that ease of shipping, but Like right? I said, the convenience is another aspect that really should help, you know, Canadians. But I mm. do have a new story that uh, kind of relates to that in terms of convenience. Oh, awesome. Well, before you get to that, I want to remind people that this article came from the Chronicle Herald, though it will be a link below in the description for you. But uh, what's, your, what, what's your story, Chris, or that reminds you My of? My story comes from 9news.com. Again, link's down below. Uh, and in terms of convenience, a marijuana drive-up window sparks a heated debate in Dillon, Colorado. <laughs> they, got, they got a weed drive through They are attempting to pass... Uh, ordinance in the town council that would allow licensed marijuana stores to sell their product through walk-up or drive-up windows. Hold up, I can just see it now. You'd be walking in like... Welcome to McQueen's. Can I take your order? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting as hell. That'd be so great, man. So, yeah. uh, (laughs) The Dillon Town Council is poised to adopt a new ordinance that would allow licensed marijuana stores to sell their products through walk-up or drive-up windows. A new option allowed this year due to changes in the Colorado Department of Revenue's Marijuana Enforcement Division's regulations. Obviously, with walk-up windows, I one hundred walk-up windows, I one hundred percent get behind because if people are outside and they can maintain social distancing, that makes it fantastic. There's no enclosed space for anybody but the employee. The employee is in there; they're safe. They're enclosed. Absolutely, I'm sure bulletproof glass, right? Like you know, and then the customer is like safe; they don't have to interact with the cashier. And they can distance. So no official vote has taken place yet, but the council has decided to push forward with an ordinance at a future meeting, despite a content or contentious debate that clearly divided council members on the issue. In uh, specifically, council members Renee Amaro, Karen Kamansky, and Stephen Milroy all opposed the idea and asked that either new language be added to the code to prohibit the windows or to be put in place on development applications until more research can be done on the windows potential impacts on the community. Essentially random bullshit. Um, I, okay. So what they're saying, what they're saying is that they're one, they want to see what they want to do a study to see what kind of potential slippery slope there may be imaginary, like a hypothetical. They want to see what hypotheticals they can come up with to argue against it. So they're saying they're, they're denying it so they can buy time to, find problems. Another reasoning is obviously they don't want every single store specifically being built with drive throughs just for the you know sake of marijuana. Which I can Oh, who wants I who can, wants extra COVID safe measures? I can kinda see that, but at the same time there's also the, you know, issue of places that already exist that just build drive through windows and stuff like that. 
again, not yeah. a huge issue. Well, it's all up to the business yeah. and up to their landlords and shit like that. So, well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't see, I don't see a business that's like in a like already set location being like, well, let's put a drive through and they'll probably just be like, all right, let's operate business as usual. Like whatever. We don't need a drive through, but some businesses might go, we want to drive through and that'll be great for customers who want that. Now, option. Allow me to introduce something that's actually extremely special and has already been introduced specifically here in Michigan. Oh. Uh, Oh, the yeah? magic of pull up. Uh, specifically, this was a recreational marijuana dispensary up north of in Michigan along I-75. And mm-hmm. uh, we literally pulled up. I believe it was in Pinconning, Michigan. Cool. Pinconning. Shout out Pinconning. Pinconning. Awesome cheese factory there if you want to pull up. Oh, hell right yeah. across the street from the cheese factory. So you go, you get weed, and you go across. Pinconning anyway, cheese. To digress. So you literally pull up. Honk your horn, a lady comes out, tells you what strains they have, and you tell her how much you want. You give her money, she runs back in, she comes back out with a paper bag, gives you the bag, and says, have a good day. You open up the bag, and it's full of the amount of marijuana that you wanted. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, I can just, you know what, for some reason, for some reason, when you described that to me, I pictured it like a 19, like, okay. You know the Flintstones intro, yeah, where they roll up to that diner. Yeah. Okay, so basically, like that roll that, up, like roll up to that diner, like or she comes out on roller skates and, but like that with weed, man. And that's frankly, I think that's but amazing. It's amazing, and since that can already be done, why not just step up the convenience with an added drive-through window or something like that? Even if the marijuana business goes out, bam, you already have a perfect spot for a Burger King or a Subway or a McDonald's. I know 100%. It just, it makes obvious sense, right? Like just get the drive throughs right? Exactly. So I think that's an awesome story. And again, that's on ninenews.com. If you want to follow that links are down below. And for our next story, it doesn't directly relate to cannabis per se, but it is something that relates to a very close cousin in the psychedelic category. Um, yeah, this one is, this is the, uh, psychedelic psilocybin, a little bit of, uh, some mushroom conversation we're having here with a new John Hopkins study. So, see, we, we're not a huge fan of all the drugs ourselves, but we'll still tell the tales for the people who are interested. Mushrooms. And frankly, and frankly, I've never done shrooms and not enjoyed myself. So power to you. Just be careful. It's a toxin. So just. You know, like, be cautious. Moderation. Moderation. But, Duh. Should I yeah. continue on? But anyway, I digress. Um, this essentially is experimenting, and I love it because it touches my soul. It's, it's the best music playlists for psychedelic therapy have been explored in a new John Hopkins study. Um, this is from Marijuana Moment, I believe. And uh, this um, this is really interesting because psychedelic therapy sessions where they basically get people to take shrooms and chill out right like it's good for ptsd it's good for like anxiety disorders it's good for lots of different things so far they're finding like you know like microdoses of psilocybin um and just chillaxing with some music playing it's really like they they always incorporate music or more often they most often incorporate music right? right but usually the shit that they're playing is classical right which is amazing i love classical music you love classical music. We all do. Like, who doesn't love a little bit of... Or the good old Stars and Stripes done in a nice orchestra. Uh, but uh, it's it's interesting because um, they did a study where they basically tested to see if, you know, Bach, Chopin, Mo- Mozart, whether they were 
special value, whether classical music had a special value to it, or I mean, of course, it whether a gong, work. yeah, well, yeah, of course, or whether a gong would work just as well, if not better, which is what the study found. Just yeah, gong. so yeah, just a gong. See, I wanted to get one for my gong. room anyway for when I start raging in video games. Because rather than breaking a controller or smashing gong. something, just grab that hammer and just whip that shit. Dude, get yourself a nice like, get yourself a nice like one meter, one meter gong, man. Those things are like so friggin' big, and you just hit it with a mallet that's the size of my head, and you're like, the mallet itself makes like a whoomp sound, and it takes this like it's like. It's really. I want to be able to summon an ancient dragon with that shit. But I. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, right? But I I also digress. Uh, Western classical music has long been assumed to be the standard in psychedelic therapy. Researchers wrote in the study that was published on Tuesday in the American Chemical Society. Um, Basically, what they said the present data challenge the present data that they've got challenges this notion that Western classical music or for that matter any specific genre is intrinsically superior form of music to support psychedelic therapy for at least for all people. So basically what they're saying is that you cannot say with any, they used to say with some definitive, like, you know, aspect to it, that classical music was the best one to use. Right. right? And they would say, you know, when they were training people, they would say, if you're doing this therapy, use Clamend. And they said it was the best for it. Right. And what they're, what they're finding now is that they found no significant differences between two musical genres that were studied. They studied two different musical genres. Uh, one of them was classical music, and the other one was um, overtone-based music, which had things like gongs, Tibetan singing bowls, the didgeridoo, uh, like that kind of thing, like the... Always got to get that throat singing in Yeah, but like that kind of shit, right? Like, And they would do that, and... It's like they found out that doesn't matter. Like it's all on an individual basis, um, like person to person. And at least with the sample portion of people that they got, um, it it didn't make a substantial difference whether it was like classical music, heavy metal music, rock music, whatever. It was more so something that personally calmed the person down, like resonated with the person. Um, and uh, but they said that the gongs and the singing bowls and the, that kind of thing, that test group did substantially better than the group with classical music. So they found data points contrary I to think, the popular thing. No, not not substantially, I but say, I will say, from my understanding of music theory, fucking it would make sense considering the classical music obviously is tailor made by man to make you feel a certain emotion. True. As for the natural, you know, didgeridoo, the Tibetan bulls and everything like that is more of a natural sound that's already in and of itself interesting. Yeah, it's a resonance. Music, yeah, it's a resonance. Let alone, let alone, you know, the fact that it's very spiritual in and of itself yeah. in the way that they're made, prepared, played. Yeah, it's less like human. That. It feels more kind of like natural and like flowy, you know, and I, I agree with that. And it's, 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 uh, that's probably one of the things about the study that they figured out was that. Um, overtone based music right. that would yeah, work that would probably bring you more to a natural state which with obviously a natural substance like magic mushrooms that would be interesting whereas opposed to the classical would probably be better if you were on lsd a man-made subject substance listening to man-made music. absolutely absolutely um 
But then again, that's also where you go to. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and 100%, like, flashing lights, insert flashing lights here. No, no not going to no, happen. No, no flashing lights. No, no flashing all. lights. We're not going to do that on this. Uh, but but anyway, what they were saying, they actually, this is the fun fact that I really wanted to get to, the ultimate, uh, the ultimate thing to it. Uh, they actually have some playlists on Spotify, I believe, and other uh, music streaming platforms um called the john hopkins silas Oban study um so if you go there and you look it up um like you'll basically find this um playlist that they've compiled of songs that are perfect for tripping on shrooms so if you feel like taking this for shrooms not that i'm telling you to take shrooms if they're illegal where you live or if you just want to listen to these songs while you're smoking weed or just to chill while you're on your yeah, way to big work. big vibes, folks. Big vibes. And I so I mean, like, it's one of the... Yeah. be on there. So that playlist is on there, and there will be a link to this. Like I said, it is uh, it, it is um, interesting, to say the least. Uh, it's not cannabis-related, but I just kind of had to cover it a little bit for you folks and let you buds know about it. Um, and sorry, that's on marijuanamoment.net, I believe. The link will be down below um, in the description. Absolutely. And for our final story of the evening, uh, I'm, it's very, very, what the, uh, what's up? Fucking, an advertisement just started playing on my uh-huh. thing for some reason. Sorry. And in our final story of the evening, it's unfortunately looking like a slightly sad one here. Hmm. So this story comes to us from WGNTV.com. And the news is that Jamaica is running low on marijuana. <gasps> that is right. Jamaica is running low on God. Oh my God. That's, that's wild, man. So as of right now, Jamaica has currently been faced with some heavy raids following an extended drought which had wash out your plants everyone being exactly so everything's been super dry super arid very hard to grow stuff and then finally a heavy rain flow comes in and washes away whatever was there oversaturates the soil kind of makes it very hard to that sucks you know grow anything um and on top of this an increase in local consumption has and a drop in marijuana farmers due to coronavirus and people staying at home and not you know doing their usual duties well yeah everybody it, knows rona's rona making people smoke yeah. more weed everywhere right exactly so people are staying inside more or less marijuana farmers are going to work and this has caused a huge shortage on the island uh the island's famed but largely illegal market that experts say is the worst they've ever seen. Oh my god. Hashtag send hashtag send Jamaica weed. Exactly. Now Jamaica, which everybody has long associated with pot, reggae, Rastafarians. Mm-hmm. Rastafari. Uh they authorized a regulated mer- medical marijuana industry and decriminalized small amounts of weed in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. People caught with two ounces or less of cannabis are supposed to spay uh pay a small fine face no arrest no criminal record any shit like that yeah. uh 
island also allows individuals to cultivate up to five plants, and Rastafarians are legally allowed to smoke ganja for sacramental purposes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're a Rastafarian, you can. It's legal. It's because it's religious, right? It's a religious ceremony. You're Rastafari. You're one with the earth, right? Exactly. Like it. Uh, yeah. Like from last. That sucks, man. Last year. Uh, yeah, last year heavy rains from their hurricane season pummeled marijuana fields to make them very bad. Then a scorch from the drought, and then yeah, well, I was gonna say that would like bake the in. earth underneath the plants, and then the water wash it out. Oh. Yes, and then yeah, so a heavy rainfall first, then a drought, and then another heavy rainfall. Obviously, the COVID nineteen, so people are just sitting at home smoking it, and the people who are supposed to be growing it that... are sitting at home smoking it too. <laughs> exactly, that sucks. Uh, and then to worsen it, COVID strict COVID nineteen measures, including a six p.m. curfew. That meant farmers couldn't tend to their fields at night as is routine. Which means that thieves uh, could probably go in and steal a bunch of shit. Well, no, they could switch out for that, but they can't do their normal amount of maintenance that you yeah, know, upkeep. Yeah. Uh, for example, yeah, for example, Kendrick Wall for example, Kendrick Wallace, who cultivates two acres, fucking who's accompanied with the help of twenty other farmers. He can't put another 20 farmers on night shift. Those 20 farmers were supposed to work up until a certain point. Oh, shit, yeah. So they all have to stop at 6 p.m., like curfew 6 p.m. or whatever, so they got to... Yeah. Like, that's that's so, rough. That's really rough. Exactly. Plus, he also noted that a lack of roads forces many farmers to walk to reach their fields and then to get water from wells and springs. Many weren't able to do this due to night curfew. Well, yeah, because if you've got so, only so many hours in a day... And you gotta walk. You can't spend yeah, it. You, yeah, you can't spend it going back. Yeah, if it takes you an hour, an hour and a half total to walk to the well and back to your place with all of your shit, like, you know, with your jugs of water or whatever, like, man, like, you're boned. So, like, especially during a drought. In, yep, exactly. So, Wallace in particular estimated that he's lost more than $18,000 American in recent months and cultivated only 300 pounds of pot compared to an average of 700 to 800 pounds of pot that he normally produces. Wow. So, and then yeah. obviously there's significant more farmers and other people well, making. Oh, I'm sure everybody's hit hard, man. Obviously following suit. So yeah, no, I'm sure. And it... Nova Scotia went through like a strawberry thing here a few years ago, where our strawberry fields got like a, had a bit of a drought and got fucked over. And for like an entire season, like it's people were freaking out, man. Like, like it was just it was crazy. It was wild. Like, and it's probably like that down there. And I feel really bad because whenever that happens, the market price always goes like through the roof, right? Because like it's so, and, and Jamaica, like in Jamaica, especially for the Rastafarians, like I really hope that they figure something out because if they, you know, it's it's like it's a sacramental thing for them. It's a very important spiritual right. thing. So now, like now again, most of this is also on a black market scale. You know, the stuff that yeah, people yeah. are growing themselves that they, the government doesn't mind that it happens, but well, it's probably yeah. According to the so, according to the government's cannabis licensing authority, which has authorized twenty nine cultivators and issued seventy three licenses for transportation, retail processing, and other activities, said there's no shortage of marijuana in the regulated industry. Obviously, good. But farmers and activists say weed sold via legal dispensaries, known as herb houses is out of reach for many given that it still costs five to ten times more than pot on the street well yeah i mean that's that's exactly Which, it. obviously they some people can't know and... that so obviously they're gonna turn to the illegal stuff that their friend grows 
but obviously their friend can't grow weed because and uh, me yeah yeah drought yeah and me and me and a good friend of mine actually had a conversation about that a while back um basically that like that's called uh like it's it's called subtle prohibition and what it is is that the government what what it is is that like cannabis we all know it was originally for like you know prohibition was originally disenfranchised the poor and everything else and more specifically mexicans and black people and stuff like it it was racist as hell and terrible when it like those laws first came about and still are to this day still are to this day like still to this day um and uh, it was terrible and that but that's how it was right so when essentially it's a lot of the time what they'll do is they'll make something legal but they'll price it in a way that the people that they essentially wanted to keep away from it through their overt racism will now be kept away through uh, through economic means because they make it unaffordable so it's kind of like they're like oh you can yeah they're like you can have as much you can have as much weed as you want to have if you're willing to pay 15 dollars a gram for it every gram you know like on the like you pay you get two grams you pay two you get two grams you're getting 30 bucks worth of weed you know like and so like people are like fuck that i'm gonna buy it from my buddy that i've always bought it from you know he's always been reliable he's always been cool i'm gonna do that and then the cops come in and bust buddy and bust the other dude buying it and they're like oh you guys are doing something terrible and they're like well no i can't afford to get it and especially for like rastafarians and people who are you know rastafari they need they have to have cannabis you know it's part of their religion so <laughs> like exactly get, they gotta get it so hopefully jamaica's uh weather subsides soon and hopefully they can all figure out or some of them start growing indoors it all depends but with all that being said i hope jamaica gets some rescue if you guys feel sad send them 100 percent hashtag or hashtag send really jamaica sad, some weed <laughs> or if you feel really sad send us yeah, some hashtag weed. hashtag give good yeah, hashtag weed. send us some weed that's <laughs> 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 no, that means We'd much appreciate yeah. that. But if you don't feel like doing that, you can also like, comment, subscribe, share with all your friends, do whatever you feel Absolutely like. Absolutely true. This has been this has been Weed News Worldwide. Oh man, that was an absolutely awesome news segment, Curtis. I always love covering the different stories that we get all over the place. But I think before we get into the next section of the show, we should probably roll into an ad spot, shouldn't we? I 100 percent agree with that. Alright, let's go. Hey buds, you really want to show off your love of marijuana, or just really shine at your next smoke session? You really want to go to MyHighShop.com for some of the coolest cannabis clothing and accessories. They have shirts, sweats, jewelry, grinders, and even pipes made out of amethyst crystals. You can check them out using the link below, and let them know I sent you by using code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. You can save 35% off your entire order, and free shipping. Again, that's code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. Thank you to myhighshop.com, and let's get back to the show. Oh, man, seriously, my high shop's so cool. Uh, Curtis, yeah, that's great, man. So, honestly, I got to ask you, brother, now that we're at this beautiful portion of the show, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, like it, I think the online reviews did not fail me on this one. I am in a very... Uh, cerebrally i'm speaking i'm saying stuff i'm thinking i'm pretty You're focused talking. i'm kind of doing the i'm doing the vogue thing with my hands that nobody can see and i'm not going to animate I can. It <laughs> if you guys subscribe um, to us on youtube and we get enough subscribers you'll eventually be able to see it <laughs> but anyway i think it's a very nice strain overall it's making me feel pretty good i'm still relaxed and yeah 
I'm a little thirsty though, so I'm gonna take a sip of this. I'm gonna take a little hit real quick, and then, uh, but Shank, how are you? How are you feeling? Man, I am feeling absolutely magnificent. This weed is definitely, um, it's not as focusing as I thought it was gonna be. I'm still a little bit, like, a little bit off to the side, but it, it feels good. Good energy, very high energy. I, and I get what they mean by relaxed and high energy now, like, because, like, my body feels like, and my eyes are like, but I'm like, bip, pop, pop, bow. Like, I feel like I could go to a speed bag and be like, dicka, 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 you know, like just freaking go ham on it. Right. So it's, it's interesting. It's a good feeling. My, he's also hand for everybody else. He's also hand. I am. I am hand talking. Hand talking. No, I'm a hand. That's fine. I'm always a hand talker. Actually, if you guys were watching, if you subscribe enough, if enough of you people at an arbitrary number, you'll be able to see us eventually. Um, but for now, you get to deal with these gorgeous animated visions of us on YouTube. Or just, you know, however you imagine us to sound. I'm feeling good, though, Curtis, man. Overall, 100% beautiful today. Very nice. Very nice. Well, uh, I believe it is uh, time, as always, that we transfer to our final segment for the episode. That's right, man. Time. Let us get into the interview. So today, buds, we're joined by motorcycle enthusiast, samurai rocker, and a longtime friend of mine, Pecos VOK, also known on the streets as Evan. Curtis wishes he could be here, but he was temporarily kidnapped by ninjas during the transition when they found out that we were going to be hanging out with the samurai today. He'll be back before you know it, guys. Evan, thanks for joining me on the podcast today, and how are you doing? Oh, thanks for having me, Shank. Uh, I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? Oh, man, if, there was, if I was any better, there'd be two of me. I wish there was, but, you know, like I said, Curtis had to step out there, man. So I'm doing pretty good, though. Um, fantastic. I'm really stoked to get you on the show. Um, you know, it's a, it's been a long time since we've managed to get together and chat, so I'm glad, like, you know, we can get together on here and chat for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, thanks for having me. <laughs> hey, hell, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. So, I mean, obviously, one of the first questions that we always ask everybody here on the podcast is... We smoke weed here. Do you smoke weed, my friend? I already know, but I mean, you can tell the podcast. Constant, consistent, <laughs> right? Right? I, I keep a constant, consistent yeah. cloud around my head most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, constant, consistent cloud, a chronic. Yeah, I get you, brother. That's good, though. Um, so, um, <laughs> so at this point, um, I'd like to offer you. You can take a hit with me as well. I got a bong pack here, ready to go. And uh, if you wanted to. Uh, Take a hoot with me, man. We can take a hoot and then we can get on. I'm gonna do it. I got yes, sir. I got my little yes. And now, now, if you folks, you yeah, you folks, you folks at home can't see it here, but he has himself a very, very classy looking corn cob pipe. Uh, you can probably see an animated version of it right now. Um, in front of us, it's a nice little Sherlock style, uh, nice little Sherlock style old school pipe, and I'm loving the look. I'm loving the look. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a so yeah, so we'll take a hit, all right? So um, to, to, since Curtis isn't here to say it, um, I've got my lighter. You got your lighter. Let's uh, let's toke them, boys. Toke, toke, skabok. Oh yeah, that good bubble Kush. Meanwhile, elsewhere. I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, sir. <laughs> Yes. Mm. Once again, I'm smoking on mimosa today. <coughs> but uh, yeah, man, that's a good hit. So you said you're smoking Bubba Kush. Yes, sir. 
I love Bubba Kosh, man. It's a classic. It's a classic strain. It does the trick. It most definitely <laughs> does the trick. Yeah, man. So, um, so obviously we go way back. The audience hasn't had much of an introduction to you. We've uh, told them, you know, just in passing a few little teaser remarks, but, um, I know, you know, you're a big fan of music, obviously me and you go way back. Um, it, you know, we bonded very strongly over music back in the day. Stella angst. Mm-hmm. Stella angst, man. And all those, all those, uh, angsty, like, I mean, what, like, you know, you know, it's a high school teen band when it's got the word angst in the name, right? Right. I, I recall you getting blamed <laughs> I know. for a lot of things. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, yeah, they, they, um, as a matter of fact, yeah, folks for the, for what he's, what he's referencing is there were actually t-shirts, um, that said, I blame, and it had my first and last name, um, on the t-shirts that were made up for the band that they would wear during shows and when they were, you know, just in, in general when they were around town. And I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Uh, frankly, it was it was like, you know, it was, it was a blast. It was a good time. Um, obviously, Evan's still doing music. Uh, you're working on some projects right now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm currently uh, playing and performing in uh, two original rock groups, one named Fort Wild. One named Three Eyed Molly. Excellent. That's great. that's great. Now I've heard I've heard some of your Fort Wild your Fort Wild stuff, and I I love it personally. There will be some links below in the description to some of their some of their stuff that they've already got uploaded um, down below. Uh, but uh, but you, I haven't heard anything from your new project yet. How's that coming along? Well, it's uh, come along quite nicely. I just uh, got with these guys a few months ago, and. Um, Things are starting to come together. We're going to be getting in the studio again here shortly. Uh, we'd uh, released a song shortly before Christmas. So it was kind of a bit of a Christmas jingle, a little punk rock Christmas jingle. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely come together. It's a five-piece original rock group. And um, uh, same with Fort Wild, though. We're, we're just uh, getting in the studio now, too, right? So it seems like spread across my board. It's just oh, there's, studio time, studio time, studio you're just time. Gonna, <laughs> you're just going to be, yeah. Yeah, no, I honestly, I, I know exactly how you feel, man. It's like when I'm not when I'm not working, I'm in the studio or I'm in the office just working. Um, and that's, that's what you got to do for your mental health, right? During, you know, Corona and everything else. Like, I mean, when you're not at work, you're cooped up inside or you're, you know, cooped up with a limited number of people. So you got to find something you can do, right? Precisely. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to sh like, you know, seeing all the new music that you're coming out with, man. Like I'd say like everything you've come out with, it's like your, your music has progressed and progressed and progressed since high school and it's just it's it's settled into this really nice like like classic rock kind of groove and i i love it man it suits your personality to a t thank you very much i appreciate it really does that. it really does and your uh, I'm just... and your vocals are potent man this guy got a belting voice <laughs> thank you very much no i'm uh I'm, I'm just really excited uh this time around because um I, uh pretty much everything that i've released up until this date i've had uh consider kind of demo quality right um uh we're mm -hmm. making the investments and um this is all going to be top studio put together uh it, it's it's 
well mastered and yeah, yeah like yeah like I, we've been in the nscc studio and a studio in halifax called the workshop and it's you know they're it's not just a little I, i've heard of the workshop actually we can we can put a link to them below in the description too actually uh like just a fire link down there for them as well because I've heard of the workshop, and that's cool that you're working with them. Well, uh, my buddy, uh, Italo Vidito, he's actually from Berwick. He's quite the musician himself. Um, I'm having him put together uh, for Wilds album there in between, you know, the workshop studio and the NSCC studio. And um, he also plays in the other group, Three-Eyed Molly, right? So he does all of our stuff anyways, right? <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, no. That, and that's the best thing. It's a, a piece of advice for any musicians out there. If you're starting a band, it's really, really good idea to have someone in the band who's a sound guy. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and have another guy in the band who's really, really big and can carry heavy things. With you're leather. right. That's also 100. Really, good <laughs> really good idea. Um, so no, so that's fantastic. I'm really stoked that the music is going well for you, brother. Like I said, we're going to have you on again. Um, I you know, I wanted to mention this to the audience. We're going to definitely have you on again in the future once you've got those recordings done so that they can check them out as well as myself. Um, hell, I may even do like a Shank Reacts special video for you, just just for you. You put out that new song, Shank Reacts, a uh, new, new, new release from you guys. I'll sit down, I'll do a video, I'll put my, my beautiful mask on my face. I don't know if you've seen it here. I'll hold it up to the camera for you so you can see. This is my face when I'm doing live streams beautiful and uh yeah we're that that's my face when i'm doing live streams so um i'll put on my lovely face and i'll do a do a video for you <laughs> where i react live to your new music <laughs> awesome i'm excited that'll be great man that'll be that'll be hella fun dude and so just to you know to branch off because you are way more than just a musician right i, I said you know samurai musician when i was introducing you and that's because now no joke people He's a samurai. Legit. Like, not even, like, pretend. Like, this dude, you give him a sword, you give him some friggin' bamboo armor, and this this man would be indistinguishable from the real deal. So, you want to talk about that a little bit? <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so, uh, since the age of six years old, I've been training uh, um, on a martial art called uh, Aikido. It's um, kind of a police tactics type martial art with a lot of uh, reversal of um, energy and um, derived from ancient jujitsu techniques. Uh, I hold a secondary black belt and a teaching license that's worldwide recognized and registered in Tokyo, Japan. I uh, grew up with my father owning and teaching in schools, so uh, kind of, kind of, it's kind of stuck no, with it. No, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just just to interject there a little bit now, your your dad is not a man to be trifled with. He's not now like if you see this guy, he's not really the tallest man on the planet, but he's one of those guys that you do not want to give him trouble at a bar because he will wreck you five ways from Sunday with like one hand. It's it's <laughs> wild. I've seen videos of him tossing Evan around like a rag doll, <laughs> and it's like it's 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 wild, dude. I, I and you know that's that's crazy that you know you. Uh, You've been doing that for so long now. That is the the martial art where you like you know like if someone's running at you, you basically just kind of like turn to the side and you're all like, <laughs> like you're like hell now. Well, a lot like, of, you know, like, there's definitely a lot of uh, take that shit home. Uh, leverage involved, <laughs> along with kind of 
you know, um, letting their Great energy pass you whilst putting your energy behind it. A lot of it's kinesiology. A lot of martial arts is with certain positions where you get the most strength out of all your muscles. Uh, a lot of it's just straight up yeah. body science, right? But then at the same Absolutely. time, I, know, you know, I took someone when I was younger, but I excel in. Yeah. But yeah. like at the same time, yeah, I never stuck with to, it like you, though, man. Like, you want to yeah. Well, if you want to excel in combat, then I, I, I don't suggest martial arts. I suggest go out and get in a fight and then join some boxing or something. You know what I mean? But um, uh, well, that's why that's why MMA has become so popular, right? Because it it because MMA takes like the like bits and pieces from each one that kind of all apply to different like situations. You know, like or it's a situational fighting or style whatever, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's why. So I you're kind of like, oh, uh, so I'm I'm facing punches, so I got to do this, or I'm pay- facing groundwork, so I got to do this. Yeah, and then a lot of them just have different training methods. Where a lot of the MMA is just going and fight, right? And they all got their rules. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. that's why I like a lot of the Japanese jiu-jitsu yeah, I did because there there wasn't like it was all light sparring, but there was no holds barred. You know what I mean? um because like oh, just after, do whatever you do whatever you need to do yeah because like i i did the uh, i've done the aikido i've got probably near 15 years on the mats my second band like i said but there was a, a year and a bit there uh that i was training brazilian jiu-jitsu japanese jiu-jitsu kempo karate along with my aikido I was doing like four or five classes a week and um then you know growing up i trained with brandon owen for years and he's gold medalist wrestler right so um yeah but well bowen actually we we uh, we hope to get him we've been trying to get him on the podcast as well he's a very very busy man he's got a lot of, obviously a lot of awesome stuff going on oh, in yeah. his life right oh, now yeah. too uh so so we've been trying to get him on the show but he's a busy man so hopefully hopefully soon he'll be able to get on the show but i'm 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 so stoked because you like the, speaking of bowen now that you bring up bowen and his uh, like he said he's a wrestler this guy like he can he can pin a grizzly bear and he's true. like he's like three foot nothing like but uh and like one of the one of the best people i know uh but uh anyway so speaking of bowen that ties back to the vok the vok i gotta mention the vok you're on here it's in your name right so i gotta mention it now the vok the vok you know i'll I'll give a bit of background on this vok is a movement from where i where i live like it's from like one of my hometowns of a, of a bunch of young people who were like you know just kind of milling about back you know we we had some access to smartphones and some access to the internet but we weren't as interested in it and so you know we'd be, we'd be out making music or out like you know doing random shit around the town that we probably shouldn't be fucking doing and you know we'd be mm-hmm. yelling out vok all day all day right so now evan was it, no, is I, I don't I won't say was Evan is a massive, massive supporter of VOK and the people behind it, and the family it represents. Are you am yeah. I right? You are one hundred percent right. Me and Brandon on Nick Ryan, a few of them cool cats. Uh, we all got together. We were just a bunch of lost boys, right? And uh, we all came together playing music or skateboarding or partying or whatever we did, and we we just. We're friends and had each other's back and we're family and and we do we just always did our thing and then we no matter how rough times got or how much beef we had between each other we'd always still look after one another and, and come back right so 
It's 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 more than just a movement. It's, it's family too, right? <laughs> it's you're right. It's a fan. It, you're right. It is a family, and that that's a, that's an important word to use there because I mean, and that's the thing too is is the, the what I think is the coolest thing about it though is that the like VOK has accomplished some like people have done some bitching things with in the name of VOK. You know, like it's like when when Brandon was on stage accepting awards, he's he's thanked VOK. You know when when you know you've done your music you know the vok has been behind you 100 percent um your job your moves like all the shit you've done man like and that's and that's exactly it like seeing the people all these years because it's been you know i mean we're getting old man we're getting old now so yeah you're still together you're still and you're and you're still together right so so I'm I'm loving that man I, and i think it's it's fantastic like you know and like i said i want to get brandon on here I want to get uh, Bowen on here if possible. Talk to him about his music as well because it, just like yourself, it's a pro, the music is stuck with you guys, man. One hundred percent. Never left. Fucking a. Meanwhile, elsewhere. Never left. Never left. No. On a topic. To want to digress to a different topic like branch off peter patter and work our way over a topic that our our fans would be hugely interested in we actually just kind of touched on it a little bit before we started recording but you're a big fan of this cannabis aren't you i'm a big fan uh, more than most may know i used to uh grow a lot of weed back in the day <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's uh, whether... true that's true and and it's <laughs> hey we always like to say that anything that we do is entirely legal whether it was legal or not at the time <laughs> precisely <laughs> but uh so no that's fantastic man so so obviously right now he's got a big old sack of bubba kush there with him which is uh looks beautiful um that good friend of mine in the valley down looks the gorgeous <laughs> There you go, good friend down in the valley. It's a he. See, that's the thing. He he grew it. Uh, he 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 got it from a. We we like to call them. Uh, what is it? Uh, micro grows. You know, it sounds fancy. You know, because fucking, like you know, people always like kind of say they're like, oh, there's black market weed and there's the regular weed. And I'm like, yeah, but why, why don't we start calling like black market weed that was like grown by our buddies and stuff like that? Like they call craft beer craft beer when you brew it at home. You're like, I'm brewing some craft beer, right? So I don't we like, it's like, it's not black market weed. It's craft weed. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I, I think there, cannabis, there's part you know, of like, I feel like the, the, the difference between that though is, you know, licensing and whether taxes are being paid or not. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's why you don't sell it and make sure, you know, if, if any, if, if we get any weed for the podcast and stuff like that, you know, it's a, it's either through purely legal transactional purchases, which is important. Follow the law. Very we do important. believe the government should grant more licenses. We do believe the government should grant more licenses so that, you know, like more retailers can open up. And we, we I fully support, like, you know, privatized retail for it. I think oh, that 100%. if somebody wants to start a weed store, they should be allowed yes. to. 
Um, but right now, as the law stands, as the law stands, we'll follow it, no problem. But when my, you know, when I get weed from like my buddies and stuff, it's it's not a it's not a monetary. Tra- my friend gives me a bag of weed, then he gives me a bag of weed. Yeah, he's Drink giving me a bag of weed. It's a gift. That, You're man. allowed to if gift my weed. My friends are allowed to grow. Yeah, there's no rule against. Yeah, they're allowed to grow weed in their backyard and give me a bag of it when it's done if they want to. There ain't no law against that. Absolutely. Well, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, they're following the law by doing that because if they grow their plant. And they're only allowed to have so much weed, and their plant produces more than that, or their plants produce more than that. Then they're like, "Oh no, now I have an illegal amount of weed. I need to get rid of some." You just gotta give me less <laughs> than thirty grams so, at a time. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? So they're just like, "Here, here's 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 twenty nine point nine grams. Yeah, there you go. Home, yeah. <laughs> take that home. Come back again later this Please. afternoon." I'll send you home with another yeah. one. <laughs> but that's magnificent, man. So yeah, so you put a lot of effort into growing your man, like and yeah, and obviously you smoke like you smoke a lot. Um it's uh I know back jeez, man. Back he could keep up with me when we were younger, and I mean I was already a prolific smoker by the time that I think, you know, Evan was like getting into it and stuff. I smoked a little bit already. But with with like no time at all because like i've always known you to be the kind of person you go hard into whatever you're doing man like if you mm-hmm. if you're gonna do something you're like i'm doing it you know and that's a friggin' admirable trait for people to have and you had that with cannabis too though like you know like most people kind of approach yeah. cannabis with some form <laughs> of kind of like caution or some form of you know like like kind of like okay i'm not uncertainty right but I remember, I still remember a situation where, like, you would, I think you would just start, I mean, it was at the skate park, I believe, <laughs> in uh, in Greenwood, way back in the day. And, like, they were going to smoke a joint, a fat joint, and, like, and you were looking like you were going to fucking green out. You were, like, you were looking unhappy. You were just <laughs> sitting there, and you were, like, not, not 100%, clearly, right? And it was clearly because of the weed, because, like, it had been going around for a while, and, like, you know, you were like, all right, man, I think I've had enough. But every fucking time that joint came around to you, you were like, yeah. And you, like, grabbed it like a champ, man. <laughs> Took a puff and passed it to the next guy. And I was like, and I was watching you. I remember watching you, and I was like, all right, man. I was like, yeah, this guy. This guy. I was like, all right. Yeah, that's, that's, I was like, this guy. And so yeah, it, it was hilarious though because you just kept fucking and you but and you never even like but dude you like when I thought every time I looked at you and I thought man this is it he's going over man he's going over like you'd you'd be like uh, oh, no I'm good <laughs> and I'm like holy crap man I'm like dude I'm like I've never seen somebody fight through a green out with sheer willpower before that moment <laughs> and that was you <laughs> i just wanted to keep you. smoking the tasty like, butt man <laughs> i know i know man and, and i'm like that to this day i'm like that to this day like there are times when i'm like i'll put it it's like you know when you're browsing facebook and then you close it and you immediately open facebook again instead of like something else like you're like okay i'm like i'm done on facebook and you're like close facebook and then you like put your phone down and like two seconds later you pick up your phone and open facebook and start browsing again yeah like forgetting that you just you know yeah i'm like that with weed i'll like put a joint out and i'll be like 
you know, sitting there for a couple minutes and be like, man, I want to smoke a joint. Like, you know, yeah, it's, why like, not? it's like, I just, smoked, I just smoked one, dude. You don't need to smoke another joint. It's like, but it tastes so good. I enjoy it <laughs> so much. And not to mention, I, and not to mention, technically I get paid for it now in a roundabout way. So, I mean, uh-huh. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't get paid by any weed companies though uh, if there's any weed companies out there listening right now that would like to uh that would like to hit me up for a sponsorship just saying straight up um and i yeah and and, and i would like to take a moment um just during right this pause to remind the audience if they could to like comment subscribe share this with all of your friends um like just you know wherever you're viewing this on youtube or whatever just click the follow button or whatever click the subscribe button and if you don't want to watch us anymore just ignore us when we pop up on your newsfeed. it's really not that annoying and it helps us out big time like really appreciate it if you could do that um and also like click on evan's links that i'm gonna fire down there in the description hey. and subscribe to his ass because he 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 deserves he deserves the views um yeah man so that stupid advertisement stuff out of the way uh, for my uh, liking, commenting, and, and subscribing. Um, I know that, uh, like, you know, like you're, so you're like musician, samurai, friggin' like weed aficionado, and you also wrote a, ride a motorcycle. Like, why haven't they made a fucking movie about you yet? I don't know. That's a, that's a, <laughs> I'm sure there's like a few movies that are close. <laughs> Rebel without a cause. Yeah. Like, who do I have to call? Like, who do I have to pitch this to? If I was like, all right, I got a movie, and they'd be like, all right, what's up? And be like, it's about a dude. They'd be like, all right. I'm like, he rides a motorcycle. They'd be like, all right, he not gets just cool a points. motorcycle. I'm like, Harley Davidson motorcycle. Uh, not just a, a motorcycle. A fucking Harley Davidson. <laughs> not just a motorcycle, but the, but the motorcycle. <laughs> It's that or a Honda Teddy, um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, so he rides the motorcycle, like you know, like a, a typical. So branding, I mean, you got the marketing right there. Now get this, all right. Now he's also he rock. He plays like rock and shreds on guitar. He plays guitar and shit. He's like a fucking. Well, that's awesome. Sounds like a badass. Okay, cool. So the movie's about this guy. Now he's also a samurai. All right. All right, sweet. That's awesome. We can have some sword fights. We can have some fucking like you know some like wicked aikido action. We can have some seven ronin. Like you know we can, we can get that like wushu shit going on. Like I'm down. I'm down. Like, and 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 then you're like, all right, all right, and he smokes a bunch of weed. And they're like, whoa, we'll sign up fucking James. Get James Franco on the phone. Get James yeah. Franco on the phone. This motherfucker. <laughs> and seriously, if I was gonna get anybody to play you, I'd probably say James Franco too. <laughs> oh, I like James Franco, man. One hundred percent. Yeah, man. No, I if I no, if I had to pick somebody to play you, I'd be like, all right, somebody call James Franco. Is he busy right now? Straight up, like, I dig it for sure. Fucking a. For sure. <laughs> Evan the movie. <laughs> pick us, be okay. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> Actually, no, wait, Rona, not coming to a theater near you, coming to an online streaming platform near yeah, you. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> Man, I wonder if the movie voice guy is having a hard time adjusting to that. Because, you know, before he always used to say, coming to a theater near you, now he needs to be like, coming to a streaming platform I know, near right? you. It's like, and, and he probably he probably gets in the studio and he gets behind the mic. He's like, all right, roll it, John, roll it, roll it. Coming to a theater near. I know. Oh, he probably goes back, home, right, stressed out, <laughs> has two extra drinks of whiskey than normal. 
<laughs> you know, slaps down two extra drinks of whiskey, you know, lights his cigar to keep his movie to keep his movie man voice nice and gravelly uh, and to hold himself and smokes, smokes a big old smokes. <laughs> yeah, smokes a big yeah, old Yeah, you blunt. gotta have a blunt. That's just expected. Um, <laughs> hell yeah, man. I uh, that's uh speaking of yeah, that's true, man. That's true. And like uh, I, I love rolling blunts. And uh speaking of which that's a really good time for me to say uh, I'm going to plug our Instagram here. Guys, go check out the Good Buds, po- good Buds podcast on Instagram and uh, you will see some awesome pictures of our weed and stuff and memes and stuff. Go check out my personal Instagram at goodbudsshank. I post all kinds of pictures of me smoking blunts or just staring at the camera with my mask on and so you can see my beautiful face. And, uh, you know, go check out Curtis over at Good Buds Curtis. I'm sure he would want me to tell you that he takes massive bong rips over there that are legendary. Like, dude once took, like, I don't know, like, four bong hoots in a row of, like, four different strains of weed without dying, and I was impressed. So check it out. Instagram, Good Buds Podcast, Good Buds Curtis, Good Buds Shank. Click that follow button. I will love you forever, and Curtis may or may not give you the password to his OnlyFans. All right. So... Once again, that that other shameless plug for our uh, social media is out of the way. Um, like so, you so you ride a Harley, man. So how long have you been riding a bike? Oh, I've been I was riding dirt bikes when I was a teenager and stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> so just evolved over time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, uh, step up. Grew up with dad riding the Harleys, right? So it's kind of imprinted on me. It's so true, man. I always, I always remember, like, even during high school, you were always like, man, like, you had the leather jacket, like, and as a matter of fact, if you folks are watching this on YouTube right now, you're gonna see him sitting there in an animated version, and Curtis made sure to put a leather jacket on his character, because I was like, (laughs) no, he did, yeah, he did, he did, because I was like, I was like, it's one of those things where I was like, yeah, man, like, it's just, you gotta do it, it'll suit the character really well, so he, he did, he even put the, you know, he put the, uh, the uh, plugged ear and everything like that, so, like, he made it look to me i think it looks great man it looks awesome um and uh, you guys should be checking that out and if you're on our youtube right now subscribe if not there's a link down there you can click on it check it out um hit the little bell icon too everybody on their videos keeps saying something about a bell click it you'll get notifications awesome um so yeah man you've been riding your dad's been riding all his life you've been riding since you were a teenager man that's fucking great um i know like you know i used to ride a little bit like you know there for for a moment but it was ill-advised for me it's just not my cup of tea but um <laughs> i you know i will always ride in the, i will well, always yeah, ride in the I, seat though man i don't mind i don't mind brother like if someone's yeah, like, man, I a bike and, like, you want to go, go to the store i remember that man i was friggin i when i went on social media and everybody was like oh my god Evan, i hope you're okay oh my god i was like i was like first of all if he's posting anything he's fucking tanked it he's fine <laughs> i was like he's okay i was like he, he's all right like i was like the moment that you posted about it and you were talking about it i was like he's fine i was like he's probably beat up and he's probably in a bit of pain but i'm like but i was like my boy's all right you know like it wasn't someone else posting saying evan got in an accident yeah. if that happened if that happened i'd be like <gasps> i need to call the boys yeah. you know yeah. like i'd be like you know like you know that kind of thing but like you know but when you posted and you were like yeah man like i got fucking got banged up was it a van uh, yeah a van hit me when i was on a bike but i don't even remember making those posts i don't remember anything until uh, about 10 or 11 days after i woke up because i had been in induced coma for a few days and then i didn't remember i didn't i had to go through my facebook and i was like i don't remember posting any of these things uh, i was calling the same people 
every day and saying the exact same thing for like oh yeah. no doubt man yeah 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 you took a huge yeah. blow man you took well, a huge hit like, fucking... like a month right so bullshit yeah, but yeah you know, what do you do right <laughs> well for sure but look at you now man you're freaking up you're moving you're still you know like you're you like had a solid recovery like holy shit dude like i mean but but when like i knew i knew you were you were all right man like i was like dude's like he i was like if he's still active uh, after getting hit like like you like you were just like i i i in my head i had a picture of you like basically like i had a picture in my head i'm sure it's not at all how it went down but like you cut you pulling out and like the fucking van coming out and be like Poof, and like hitting your bike and your bike crumpling a bit but then it like hits your shin and fucking like the van's like, <laughs> like stops <laughs> like, fucking, you know like the bike crumples a little bit but then it hits you and it's like fuck oh, man, <laughs> i can't do funny. it and i was like and like I just had that picture in my head and I was like, all right, he's gonna be fine, right? But oh, I was God. worried for worried for a minute. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't worried for a minute and that, you know, like obviously when any of your friends get in any kind of an accident and having lost some friends, we've both lost yeah. some friends in the past, you know, it's it's something you worry about every now right and then. Now. And um and so uh so like, you know, I was worried for a minute, but then I was like, All right, he's gonna be fine. <laughs> he's fucking, gonna be banged up, gonna be banged up. But when 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 you were like, oh yeah, I gotta go through recovery, I gotta go through rehab. I was like, I was like, his dad's been busting his ass to like work out and train and everything his whole fucking life. Like it's gonna be any different for one month, some other fucking person busting his ass to work out, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like really like it's just instead of his dad being there to be like, fucking, you gotta train, you gotta get up, you gotta like work those fucking legs, you gotta do this shit, do that shit. It's just the physiotherapist there doing the same damn right, thing. Right, except easier. <laughs> it's like a little vacation. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're like, they were like, oh man, Evan, you're taking this really well. You're like, yeah, you should fucking see what my dad does. <laughs> no, like, yeah, but no, like, but your dad's like, like, I have nothing but mad respect for your dad. You know, like he's a, like, you know, he's a, he's a tough man, but he's like, he obviously like you and him are very close. Oh yeah, he's my best friend. Um, fucking, you know, like, yeah. Like when you see you two standing next to each other, like you can tell, like he's, he's an awesome guy. Um, Like it's seriously. And when I say this guy's like, this guy's a badass in his own right. Like I did like, you know, like he's, he's got it. Like he's an awesome dude good guy he's been doing aikido since well before you were born before either of us were probably born how long has he been doing oh, it? oh god like 25 30 years or something like that but he, you know he's, he's oh yeah so probably he probably he probably started when i was born he probably started uh, doing aikido when i was born and uh which is why he's always been you know quite involved within the in the community and stuff he's definitely done quite a few good things around the community uh not not just a badass, yeah, that's, but like yeah. a badass community guy. Too. No, it's true. Yeah. No, no, and that's what I mean too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean too. Like that's why I say, like that's why I say I've got nothing like mad respect Straight for up. him, and I don't mean fear of respect. Oh, no, I mean I, like I, admiration, I respect, right? Yeah. Like yeah, respect to me, respect to me means like you know, like it's like it's like a, a human to human thing. Like I don't do the like authoritative respect. I'm not a fan of that, right? No, <laughs> um, authoritative respect isn't my cup of tea um i like you know human human respect and like and your dad like he deserves respect because he's a commu good community member an awesome guy you know like badass dude like i mean he's badass enough like i mean yeah. in general <laughs> like you know arm wrestles arm wrestling spetsnaz kind of shit but he also you know like give teddy bears to kids kind of shit so Straight it's up. like you know he's got the full spectrum just like you're just like yourself you know you're not just motorcycles and samurais and guitars and motorcycles you're just a you're a good bud, man. Try to be happy. You are. 
going back. <laughs> I try to be cool. Yeah, you treat your friends. You treat your friends well. You, you treat your friends well. You support what they're doing. Um, like and I like uh, we're running out of time uh, here. It uh, appears for the interview. Um, and like you know, just speaking of supporting friends, I would once again love to thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, today, thanks man. for having me, man. It's been a blast. Can't wait to be on again, brother. Meanwhile, elsewhere. I know it's been absolutely fantastic. Next time you come here, next time you come on, uh, Curtis will be here. He, like I said, looks very much forward to meeting you. He apologizes profusely for not being here. Um, but, but yeah, man, next time you get to meet him, he's, he's like, dude, you'll love the guy. He's fantastic. Great dude. Great dude. And he'll love you. I'm sure. I'm sure. But, um, before we go, um, like, uh, I would love to, uh, I just got to shout out our sponsors. We got lumenspot.com and myhighshop.com. If our people out there listening want to go down to the link below in the description, check them out. Use the code goodbuds, goodbuds podcast on lumenspot.com for 50% off and use the code goodbudscurtis on myhighshop.com for 35% off. So it'll be good deal. You get some good stuff and it'll help out the podcast. So that would be great. And Evan, do you have anything you would like to plug before I let you go, man? I don't want to plug anything, man. I'm going to keep her humble this time around, man. I'm going to have all kinds of stuff in your face that I got that music together, brother, though. I oh, promise. Yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, next time next time he is on the show, he is going to be a plug machine. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to figure out a way for us to try to like listen to the track on the podcast if we can I do it. i got one thing I can say, though, yeah. Uh, the the, the uh, riding seat. Yeah, the riding season's coming up, so look out for bikers, please. <laughs> yes, the riding season is coming up, so keep your head up for bikers. The motorcycles are loud for a reason, and so your dumbasses will notice them on the road, okay? Hey. Um, so, so, uh, like, so just pay attention. Biking season is coming up. That is a very good thing to plug. Um, also, uh, yeah, like, there will be, uh, yeah, so next time he comes on the show, there will be some awesome links for you. Like, some, we'll plug the hell out of all your stuff, man. It's going to be great. Um, so yeah, uh, that, like, thank you once again. Thank you once again for coming on the show, man. And I will talk to you again very soon. Sounds good. Have a great day, brother. You too, brother. Oh man. Guess I'm alone now. I kind of miss Curtis. I wonder where. Did I miss the interview? Uh, oh, hey, here, whoa, man. Uh, yeah. Um, t- you got away from the ninjas. All right. Uh, yeah, everything's fine. Did I make uh, no, it for man. the interview? He already was here. Um, he said he sort. Of, ah, it's, Fuck! I know it sucks, man. I was I was pretty upset. He was upset too, though. Um, it was <sighs> awesome. This is such an inconvenience. I know, man. Those ninjas are getting crafty. God damn it! Yeah, they lured me with Starbucks frappuccinos this time. They know I'm a They're white learning. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. God damn oh man, crafty bastard. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, dude. So we had a great interview. Um, like uh, me, me and Evan uh, had a wonderful time. We he did miss you. He said next time he comes on the on the show, he you know can't wait to meet you. Um, had nothing but good things to say about the episodes he's heard so far, and uh, you know he can't. He's excited to be back with us again, right? But um, yeah, man. Uh, that, so I'm sorry, Shay. It's I okay. It. Don't feel bad. It's Don't okay. feel bad. It's okay, man. I understand. Sometimes ninjas uh, happen, dude. That's that's you know. I mean. Yeah, and sometimes yeah, they don't you, happen. Did you remember? Your... But I think oh. we're running short on. I think we're running short on time yeah. for this episode. So before we go, did, did you I still got a bong pack, pack right here, homie. 
Okay, well, it looks like mine's still packed, so I'm, I'm going to take a little hit Yeah, now. Cardboard Curtis uh, wasn't nearly as entertaining as you, but uh, he did make one joke that kind of got me laughing a bit. Yeah. Yeah, nice. All right. Um, I got a bunk. I got a bunk. I'm ready to go. But anyway, bros, <laughs> you guys know the drill. Lighter's out. Let's blaze it real quick. Awesome, buds. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's been wonderful smoking with you. This has been Mosa from me. And it has been Orange Crush before from we sign me. Up, yeah. This is oh, a yeah. great strain. And uh, we will roll yeah. one for the road. We'll yeah, before we sign off, week. I'd love to remind you to like, comment, subscribe, and share this with all of your friends everywhere all over the internet that you can think of. Any possible location, any like helps. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Even... Even ninjas. I guess ninjas too. But hey, too. you know what? Sorry about your friends. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. I guess it's, I guess they're the crazy. Exactly. And it's a lot I less. I guess they're the crazy the thirty-three now. Later, buds. <laughs> Later, buds. <laughs> Ew.